everything that has gone before, you should have picked up on this by now. But there is a sense that the people of God, having not picked up on the lessons they should have learned. So who am I? What do I ask from you? Is what God's saying. And this isn't a trick question. In many ways, this is the fundamentals question. God is saying, you've seen my commitment to you. You've seen that I've not changed. Why have you changed? You need to act in a way that acknowledges me. God goes on to say and says, return to me and I'll return to you. This sort of resonated with me as well because I thought, but God's speaking through the prophet Malachi. God is showing that he hasn't given up on them. God is still speaking to them even in this time, but he is drawing them back to him, calling them to live up to the life that he has given to them. He is speaking through the prophet, but he wants to speak to his whole people. There are several examples in the Malachi passage of things that they seem to be doing wrong that is increasing their distance between them and God. There's one that I want to pick up on this morning. It says that they, are, they were robbing God. And it said that they weren't giving their full tithes. Maybe times were hard. Maybe they were getting a bit stingy. You get a sense that maybe they felt it didn't matter. And you get the sense that they are just falling away from God because the sense of, well, it probably doesn't matter. This um, idea came home to me a few months ago when I was asked to preach um, through the book of Nehemiah. Uh, And in Nehemiah, that's just after the exile, so the people had been taken away from Jerusalem and they were returning, and Nehemiah was helping them. But there was foreign governance in Jerusalem at that point. And what was happening is that the governors started stealing from the tithe barns because they were the easiest and fullest ones for their own uses. And what happened is that in the end, there wasn't enough in the tithe barn for the the Levites and those who ran the uh, sacrificial and priestly duties in the temple. So they had to go out into the field. They had to work um, doing the things that all of the 12 tribes were asked to do. But they were told, no, you will have provision. And the really sad thing that happened in Nehemiah is that they weren't able to do their job. The temple was neglected. The people fell away from God. And it was just small things that chipped away from God that meant that ultimately life was falling apart for them. Religious life, community life, it all started to chip away. And so that was in the back of my mind when I saw this passage from Malachi, that things have an effect. They might be obvious things, they might be innocuous things. But you get the sense of you're either heading towards God or you're slowly or quickly heading in the opposite direction. This seems to have been a theme across Malachi 
chipping away at their relationship with God. Obvious things, less obvious things. In our gospel passage that we heard, we heard the famous passage, I'm sure you'll have heard of it, the sheep and the goats. And it can seem harsh because in a way it's it's not a scale. It's to my left or to my right. It's sheep or it's goats. What's the clear assumption here? That actually there are only two categories. The sheep who follow the shepherd and the goats who wander their own way. We don't really have goats in the UK, but um, when I lived in Tanzania, um, lots of people would have goats. Um, And the youngest son was always um, charged with sort of rounding them up and you'd always see a sort of four-year-old holding a goat um, bringing it back because they were the most wayward and goats are notorious for, for wandering wherever they want but the sheep in the era of Jesus got to know a shepherd's voice there may be multiple shepherds multiple flocks but each set of sheep would know the voice of their shepherd and rely on them to be brought back to safety. It was a stark contrast. Jesus, when he was talking there, he was talking about how the people would know the difference after his assumption, uh, uh, ascension into heaven. What would it look like to know the difference between going towards God and going away from him? It was more obvious when he was there, but he was teaching them for when he had ascended into heaven and those who would follow after. In Malachi's time, it was about following the laws of God, following the decrees of God, knowing that he had done great things for them. He loved them and wanted a safe haven for them. The the image of the sheep pen is quite good in that sense. God had created a safe place for them had given them bounds to live within. But they had said, does it really matter? And just sort of wandered off. And God was saying, no, it it does matter. It matters because I care for you. I have created these safe bounds for you to live within. And so we have this stark contrast. Sheep or goats, one or the other, going towards God or going away from him. And so for us, I think we need to make these daily decisions. Um, And I say this to myself. Every day I need to decide whether I'm walking towards God or probably wandering in the opposite direction. I think otherwise we can end up completely going in a direction that we hadn't anticipated. Sometimes I think it's quite obvious when we're saying, you know, I'm for God or no, I can't be going for this. Other times it's so much more subtle than that, isn't it? And so daily decisions are so important. If we go back to that story of the the Belgian fans... They thought they were going in the right direction. But all along, they were never going to get to the place they needed to get to. And they were left sad. 
Sometimes these things in life can be quite obvious. But actually, sometimes they're smaller things that chip away at life. What are the combinations for us of the obvious things, but also the innocuous things, the really small things that send us in the opposite direction from God? Maybe a bit like in that Malachi passage where they say, it probably doesn't matter. But you can see, actually, cumulatively, it really did matter. And they had ended up in a place they completely hadn't wanted to be in. So for us, it's a completely unique set of things of our personal life, our family life, our work life, our leisure life. Smaller or big things that can deny um, believing truly that Jesus is at work in our life. And so this is my challenge to each one of us. I can't answer this for, for you, but maybe you get a sense of where in your life you're heading towards God and where you may be keen for him to not be involved. Also, as a Christian community, together, how are we collectively going towards God, inviting people in, encouraging them in, or making it more difficult? It's interesting, in in Malachi's time, that was definitely the sense. It wasn't just the individual. It was the community living as well. I think there are things that we can do in church that make it easier or make it harder for us and for everyone around us to engage with God. And it's important to sort of just recalibrate and ask those questions every so often. So my challenge to us this week, will we think about those things which turn us away from God? Will we name them in our hearts? Will we pray into them? Will we consciously turn away? Be less like the goats who go their own way and more like the sheep who know their father's call, who know the shepherd's call. This is my challenge. Will we be more like the sheep than the goats? Let's pray together. Lord God, we give thanks for your word this morning. We give thanks for the challenge of following you. And we offer up to you all those times when it's difficult, any areas of life that we're worried about inviting you into. And so we pray that you would come by your Spirit, that you'd highlight areas of our life where we need more of you in our life. Give us courage when it feels difficult. And bring your peace as well in those areas of life that feel too difficult to invite you into. Lord God, we want to know your voice and we want to follow after you. And so help us when it's difficult uh, and draw close so that we may joyfully know more about you and more of you in our life. For we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.